Ben, why do meetings suck? Because nobody has a plan for meetings. You never know what, what it's about. You don't have any action items and it's just a waste of time. All right. Well, let's try to have more effective meetings. Sounds good. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Welcome to The Friday Habit. It's Friday. It's Friday. As I like to say, Friday. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, I wrap up the show with saying live every day like it's Friday because I do live every day like it's Friday. <laughs> and it's amazing. Does anyone know what that actually means? I was thinking about that. It's the idea of this, right? You know, the energy that's in a typical office or, or whatever that on a Monday where it's like, Everyone comes in, they're dragging their feet, they're in the elevator. It's like, how was your weekend? It's like, fine. Oh, it's Monday, right? And then it's like Wednesday where it's, oh, it's hump day. Like, okay, right. We're like halfway through this week. I can't wait for Friday. And then when you get to Friday, like the mood's lighter and everyone's feeling good. Oh yeah, tonight I'm going to go out or I'm like going to go on a date or I'm going to hang out in my bed and like watch Netflix all weekend. <laughs> like everyone's like super excited. And what I started to do, it was just treat every day like it was like that. Try to find the good things in each day and then have that type of energy. So like when I'd get into the elevator back in the day when I worked in an office on a Monday, I would get in and like all excited and people were like, whoa, what's wrong with you? And I'd be like, oh, it's Monday. Oh, I love Mondays. It's like the beginning <laughs> of the week. You have like so many opportunities to like do things right and Whatever. And so, so that's where that mantra came it. from. Live every day like that's, it's Friday. That's amazing. Instead of like, I have so many projects to do. I have so many opportunities to do things yeah. right. I'm going to start telling my team that, guys, exactly. guess what? We just booked three new opportunities to do things right. Yeah. How awesome is that? That means you're paycheck secure and you're paycheck secure and you're paycheck secure. Hey, I love it. It's the perfect perspective. I love it, man. It is. Well, hey, let's talk about meetings because meetings are the bane of a lot of people's existence. And I know that if you work in a corporate environment, it can be something where you're going from meeting to meeting to meeting. But I think there are a better way. We can change this, right? We can make meetings better. We do that here. One of those ways is that we incorporate the Friday habit That's right. Into our meeting schedule and systems here. So we move a lot of things instead of doing a meeting for it during the week, we just push that meeting to Friday and we save a lot of time and energy instead of constantly being distracted about talking about things that maybe can wait. But there's maybe five other things that we can do to have better meetings. What would you say those five things are, Ben? Yeah. So thanks for asking, Mark. Yeah. The first one really, I mean, this is kind of a no brainer. You would think it's a no brainer, but it's just so common that this doesn't actually happen. And it's just having a goal for the meeting, like having an actual point to the meeting that everyone understands. Because sometimes you'll get pulled into a meeting just because you got a meeting invite and you don't even know why you're supposed to be there, especially like you said, like in a corporate environment or something. It used to happen to me all the time. I don't even know 
how I can help the meeting be successful because I don't even know what the meeting's about. So just at the beginning, even just saying out loud, if you're meeting with a client or somebody else, like, hey, in this meeting, I'd really like to accomplish these couple things. I want to make sure that you understand how much it's going to cost for us to build a website for you. I want to make sure we understand your goals for your website. And I want to make sure we have a timeline set. Just making sure they know those are the things that you're trying to accomplish just makes everything so much smoother and it keeps it a little bit more focused. Yeah, having an agenda is huge. And I really didn't even start implementing this until Audrey came on board because she is all about agendas. So I would just say, hey, let's have a meeting. And then she would come to the meeting with an agenda. <laughs> I'm like, amazing. Hey, this is my meeting. <laughs> but it <laughs> made it so much more productive because she would say, all right, I'm glad we're meeting. But these are the things we should talk about in this meeting. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So we were way more efficient and we left with a clear action item, yeah. clear call to action. So I think that agenda is huge. So if you're not making an agenda, even something, just a, a simple quick outline of what you want to cover and what you want to get out of it is huge. Exactly. I mean, even if you send somebody a meeting invite in the notes field, just say what the purpose of the meeting is, what you're hoping to walk away with or three bullet points. That's simple. You don't have to make it complicated. Don't take a lot of time. Just think through enough to do that. And that'll actually save you a lot more time in the long run. Another thing that really saves a lot of time is just keeping your meetings small. Be intentional about the people that you actually invite into the meeting. Make sure that only the people that need to be there are there because it's also going to save if it's your employees or your team you're going to save so much money. It's, it's really expensive to have big meetings because you're paying all those people to be there and it multiplies the more people you have in that meeting. Well, and I find too that like that old adage, right? The uh, too many cooks in the kitchen, nothing gets exactly. done. Yep. And it seems to me that after about maybe four or five, maybe six people, the productivity really starts to tank where all of a sudden there's too many ideas in the room or too many people want to talk about their opinion about something. And so at that point, it's like you're burning all this time, especially if you only have like a half hour or an hour meeting, you're like taking up all this time with all these additional ideas and thoughts from these people that may or may not be relevant to what you're trying to accomplish. So yeah, keep it small. Big tip. For sure. Yeah. yeah have key stakeholders. I always say like, yes. you know, who's the key stakeholder for a meeting and then have those people in that meeting. That's a really great point. Yeah. And making sure that if you don't have the right people in the meeting, you might need to reschedule the meeting. Unfortunately, hopefully you can solve that beforehand, but sometimes a decision maker isn't there and you really need to have a decision maker there lots of times to actually accomplish anything. So having that like agenda also helps with that. So if they see, oh, here's the things we need to do, then they might be like, oh, you know what? I'm not qualified to make that decision or let me pull in this person because that's going to be useful. Yeah. So the next one is avoid conference calls. So why is that? Well, for me personally, and maybe this is just more of a personal thing, but I really feel like doing conference calls where it's just over the phone. First of all, to me, they're completely draining. I don't know about for you, but if you're on a conference call and you're listening, it's hard to hear people. You can't see them. It's always hard to hear people. I hate that. It's like they're on some speaker phone somewhere. It's like echoing and... It is, it's it's to listen. It, and yeah, and when you strain to listen, it just takes so much energy. By the end, I just feel completely like I need to go take a nap. No more meetings. You know, it's insane. And the interesting thing about it too, psychologically, if people aren't looking at you and you're not in person with them, then it's really easy to get distracted. So lots of times, you, if you have four or five people on a conference call, probably three of them are not even paying attention. They're probably doing something else while someone else is talking. You also, you can't tell what their real reactions are to things. They might be like, oh yeah, sure. But they're like rolling their eyes to somebody else in the room with them. And they're like, oh my gosh. So you can't really tell what their real feelings are about the topic. 
they don't have to spend the energy to actually figure out where things are conflicting and make sure that they're actually expressing their opinion and stuff so like your, that. Your trick to that is to get people on video calls. You're exactly. like the video call king. Uh, I can't. I, <laughs> no one can roll their eyes on your watch. Exactly. If you roll your eyes, I will know that you think it's stupid and I, I want to know why. Yeah, no, exactly. And so for me, video calls are, are less stressful. For some people, it sounds more intimidating than a phone call, but I feel like you're really connecting with people because a lot of communication is body language, like facial expression and a lot of things like that. And so understanding how people really feel about an idea or being able to show that you personally really do care and you're very invested in them. It's like having a face-to-face meeting, even if you're working remotely with people. So for me, video meetings like blow conference calls out of the water. So I all avoid conference calls at all costs. Yeah, I agree with that. Put away the smartphones. Tip yes. number four. Yeah. And I mean, I guess this can go for laptops too if you don't need them. But basically, I mean, the idea is getting rid of distractions. I've seen in my uh, previous corporate job meetings where there would be maybe, first of all, there was too many people, six or eight people in the meeting. And then over the course of the meeting, people would start typing on their laptop and more and more people would start typing and then like someone would ask a question and then they would just kind of fade off and then after about 15 20 minutes in the meeting it would just become like this silence and then people would just start typing on their laptops until like maybe five minutes would go by where everybody just got sucked into something on their laptop and then somebody would be like oh okay well good meeting guys all right let's wrap it up like we didn't even decide anything everybody got Thanks sucked for into wasting this. my time <laughs> like what what was that yeah um so, I mean, yeah. that's just in IT, maybe that's... No, I think meeting, that's, but... that's... I mean, I was in a, a corporate meeting yesterday, right? And I think that they do like instant chat or something like that in their offices. So, I noticed that someone across from me looked down at their computer and then they were like typing away. And I'm thinking, you should be in the present in this meeting. Like whatever instant chat or email or whatever probably can wait until after this meeting because you need to be present. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also just personal stuff can get in the way too. So like with our team meetings, we just put away our smartphones and just don't have them available during the meeting or at least in our pockets. So Is we're there not any other them. phone than a smart one? I mean, that's, I don't I, know why I'm saying smartphones. I think, yeah. I don't know why you're saying that either. I think, I think it's like saying www.napsatcreative.com. Is there an any other W than W? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's just napsatcreative.com. You're right. Just edit all that out. Every time I say smartphone, just like bleep the smart. Put away your phone. Phone. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, and I think too that this is one of those things too where I feel it's kind of disrespectful, especially when it's like a small meeting, like maybe like one or two other people. And then they're constantly like looking at their phone or the smart watch, as I like to say. Yeah. The, <laughs> They're constantly yeah. looking at their smart watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. To see like, oh, I got a notification. And it's like, oh, just get up and walk around. It wasn't anything important. But it breaks that connection that you're having with somebody. And then it instantly makes you feel like you're not as valuable or that your time's not as important as theirs because they're being distracted during your conversation. So it's hard, I think, for anybody, even myself included. But I've always tried to put my phone down or even put it like face down so I don't see if it lights up or sends a notification. And then usually I have it so that it automatically goes into do not disturb during calendar meeting times and stuff. So yeah, put away the smartphone. Has it's been amazing what smartphones are capable of. Automatic do not disturb, all kinds of smart things. Yeah, yeah very, very smart. <laughs> all right. And then number five, clearly define your action items. Yeah, this is also, it feels like a no-brainer, but it takes a little bit of energy and work to do this. So sometimes 
if I'm feeling lazy, I won't keep trying to ask questions to get to the action items. So, but I, I usually regret that later because it's really helpful to know at the end of a meeting what needs to happen next. So, whether that's making sure your client knows what they need to do next, whether it's your team needing to know that, but make sure that every person that was involved, if there's something they need to do next, that they know what it is and also have some expectations of when that's going to happen. For me, it's also helpful to set a next meeting if there is a next step. So next time we're going to touch base on this is this day at this time and just go ahead and set the meeting right then. And everybody knows what they're bringing to that meeting. That's a really good way to keep things actually moving forward, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's huge. And like you said, it's kind of difficult or annoying, but at the same way, it helps you win, helps you say that, okay, we had a meeting and then because of that meeting, an action item came from it. And so right. now, now you're winning. And so you might feel better after that meeting, like, oh, like we accomplished something. Exactly. It wasn't a waste. I totally agree. And that's a big part of the Friday habit, right? It's all about defining what's going on and then assigning a task to make sure that that gets completed to somebody and then winning. Exactly. Totally, man. All right. So to wrap this up, maybe the action item this week could be define the purpose of your next meeting and make sure to define action steps at the end. I love it. Would you say that that would be appropriate? I think it's perfect. Yeah. Just next time you have a meeting, think about it a little ahead of time make a quick agenda and at the end force yourself or even the people you're working with keep asking questions until it's like, all right, we know very clearly what the decision was and what we need to do next and just try that and see, see how it works. Yeah, that is fantastic. All right, everybody. Well, that was your Friday habit podcast for this Friday, sending you off into the weekend with success and excitement to take on Monday. Well, awesome. Uh, you know, we did mention the Friday habit uh, in this podcast. So if you're curious about what that is, head over to thefridayhabit.com and download our guide to the Friday habit system. And it will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. So you won't want to miss that out. Hey, Ben, where can people uh, find you? benjaminmanley.com for my personal stuff and for my company knapsack where we do website design on squarespace you can go to knapsackcreative.com awesome and you can always hit me up on twitter at mark lab 2 or head over to brandvivamedia.com and see what we are up to there well thank you so much for listening today and remember to live every day like it's friday <laughs>